Hey, Nanny Pescat, I just wondered if you got any more news on the street, word on the beat. Oh, Addy Adams, you always hustling for some more political news, things like that, honey. Well, it's true, but I just wanted to know if you knew anything, especially about this dog buddy. That's not a political situation that you need to be concerned with. No, but I do like to hear word on the street, word on the street. It helps me when I'm peddling and pushing political gossip. Well, I've got nothing for you except that Jack Jackson is looking at Buddy to see if it belongs to Robert Bancroft. And if so, it will turn to his wife Warner. But there's nothing, no word on that. No, but we did hear about the Sunrise Enterprise being eaten up by John Subito. Yes, we, that was definitely being confirmed. So what's Peter doing? Well, Peter is quite upset in the moment, honey. He's not feeling too good, okay? So leave him be, honey, leave him be. Oh, really? He's come attached to that little mud, hasn't he? Yes, you can say that. He's come really attached to it. He doesn't really have any much friends outside of that, and especially since his, you know, last girlfriend line or something, you know. She left him and she got a new boyfriend, and now he feels very lonely and isolated. I mean, that dog was a winner to the outside world, and honey, it's been taken away from him. He feels lonely and very upset. Well, <laughs> you know me, I know all sorts of things. I think there might be a club that would be perfect to take someone like him in. Oh, really, honey? He can make new friends, things like that? Oh, he totally can. So, Nanny Prescott, you think this group's gonna help me or something? I hope so, Peter. I hope so. I heard it from Addie Adams, honey. And she said you're gonna find a wealth of friends in your situation, honey. So, just gonna leave you here in the church, honey. And you're gonna be, you're gonna be okay. Um, I think so, Nanny Prescott. I'm not five years old. I know, I just, I just know you haven't been compromising Buddy and all that, so... But don't worry. Can, will you give me any updates, you know, as soon as you hear anything about Buddy? Honey, I will, okay? But you sort yourself out, love, okay? I'll see you later, bye! Hi. Hello. Um, I'm Peter Rupert. I'm James Selston. How do you do? I'm good, thank you. Are you waiting for the... You know, for the group to begin. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I'm kind of a bit confused. What is this sort of group? Well, it's a um, singles group, basically. So us singles, we get together and we hang out and socialize, things like that, that sort of thing. Oh, it's just uh, for single people. Well, yes, yes. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh man, it's Tommy Doo. Tommy Doo here. Tommy Doo here. Waiting for the single club. Oh, sorry, Tommy. Could you move some of your hair up my face? Because it's quite long. Until, what's your name? I'm Peter Wooper. We got a new one here. I'm Tommy Doo. Yeah, I kind of gathered that. Um, yes. So I don't really know what goes on in here. So um, don't worry, Pete. Just got one thing to ask for you. And what's that? Are you single? Well, yes, I am. Um, which would make sense for the single guy. That's perfect. Because we don't want any married people here. People attached to anybody else. You know, we just need single here so we can wallow in our misery. Um. Did you say wallow in your misery? Yes, we are here together. Hey, that's um. Oh, Peter, there's our leader of the group, Susan Mallory. Hi, Susan. Hello. <laughs> I'm glad we're already here. Oh, most of us are here, right? Um, yes, Susan, I don't think all of us is, but we've got a new member. This is Peter. Peter, oh, Peter, hello, I'm Susan Mallory. <laughs> I'm in charge of the singles group. Oh, do come here. We just love to do the single group as part of the church for us to all, you know, come and get together and things like that. So do come along, do come along. Well, thanks for having me. I just don't exactly know what 
goes on here and Tommy Dougal was giving kind of this impression that you're just gonna be all miserable. Oh, don't be silly, don't listen to Tommy Dougal. Anyway, I will introduce you to everyone when we all get together for the singles group, okay? So, your name, what's your name again? Peter Rupert. Peter Rupert, oh, that's um, that's great. I'm Susan Mallory. You've met already James Selsdon and you've met Tommy Dougal. And now, who, look who's coming now. Here's everyone else for you. Here's Courtney Chicago. Say hello, this is Peter Rupert. Hi. Hi, Courtney. Oh, and this is J.P. Simmons. J.P. Simmons, is that name's rings a bell? Wasn't P.K. Simmons on the news a few weeks ago with a bear or something like that? Oh, you mean the multi-billionaire? Yes, this is his son. Say hello, J.P. Hello. My condolences for you having such a father. Sorry about it. I'm Peter Rupert. Oh, and there's James Wilkins. Hi, James. Hi, Susan. This is Peter Rupert. Um, hi Peter. Hi James, you you alright? You seem not well. No, I'm not the greatest of health, I'm afraid. Um, is what it is. <laughs> and then here we have Catherine McGee. Oh, 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 hello Susan, oh, oh. Hello Catherine. And this is Peter Rupert. Hello Catherine. Oh, oh, the pain of the life I have to live. Oh, well, let's all go and sit down now, and then we can start having our meeting. Great, so Susan, you still haven't really explained to us what we're doing. In fact, if you could explain what everyone else is currently doing at the moment. Oh, we're just all wearing black, okay? Because we're basically, until we are married, are in a sort of kind of state of mourning. Mourning, what do you mean? As in, we're not married. You see all the other people out there who have their spouses and all, and they get to live their happily married lives with children. Well, we are sit on the wayside and just, we'll have to live our lives. So we, we get to together and we, we wear black and we, we try and deal with this process, this grieving process. Susan, why are we grieving the fact that we're, we're single? I mean, it doesn't mean we're dead and all anything. Oh, you do not know half the horrors, Peter. You don't realize it. I mean, there is a reason why this club is called The Single Lepers. The Single Lepers? Yes, because no one wants to go near us. Well, that could be the case if you're all acting weird and all, but I mean, this doesn't have to be the end, it could be something new. It's going to be exciting. You could do many different things while you're in this state of, don't say that. Peter, please. I know you're trying to provide comfort and hope to our lives, but we know what it's like in the single leper club. And no one gets out here alive. And I mean married, okay? So sit by. So James. Yes. Um, I mean that James. Which, which one? Selston. Oh, okay, sorry. So James, yeah, you really go to this? Yeah, why? This is kind of depressing. Well, you know, I mean, I've been told before I'm never gonna get married and all that. I mean, Nigel Crump pretty much said so to me and his, you know, his nephew kind of rammed it down me that, you know, no one would ever find me interesting in that way. So I'm kind of resigned to this. It's not a curse or anything. You know, you can do stuff. 
Thank you, thank you. Now we are gonna begin the meeting. So here is our new resident in the single leper club. This is Peter Woopert. So I was wondering if anyone's got anything we like to weep over, things like that. Let me just get out the casket um, that we usually have each week. Yeah, we, there we go. Yeah, well, I'll just place it in front of us. This week, in order to fill in the casket for us to observe as we mourn, our own single status, we have none other than Courtney Chicago lending her own wedding dress that she wore when she was married. Old oh, Courtney, so you were married before? Um, yeah, um, it didn't kind of work out. Um, I'm ever so sorry, I mean, what happened? Well, my husband kind of was married to someone else. Um, what do you mean? He was kind of two-timing me in the sense of I thought I was married to him and he was his high flyer, pilot, things like that. And then turns out he was married to someone else in another city. And then it turns out he was, and he just kept, he would kept on marrying Pete. And so when I found out, I was just crushed and enough was enough obviously. And so I, I left him and split up with him. And now, well, all I have to show for everything is this wedding dress. So I have no use for it. So we might as well use it for the single leper club. Courtney, that, that's really bad. I'm ever so sorry, but I mean, it does at least show that you were married once. I mean, I want to say there is some sort of hope, but you know, but no one would ever think of me like that again. I mean, I was used so much, and you know, I just I can't go back down that road anyway. So I'm just destined to this. You mean just staring at a casket with a wedding dress? Well, well, yes. I mean, you know. I don't think anyone would like me in that way, you know. Might be a good idea if we all tell our stories so that, you know, uh, this little newbie here will understand what we're going through, what's really happening in the single leper club. Well, I think that would be a great idea. I mean, who would like to stop? Me! Oh! Oh, the pain! Catherine McGee, we do kind of hear you every week about your story. I'm sick of hearing your story, if not, as if no one else has any issues whatsoever. JP Simmons, JP, calm down, calm down. Maybe you'd like to talk first of all. Well, there's nothing much to it, okay? It's only that, you know, despite being having a lot of this wealth and everything, it's, well, put it this way, I'm still single and it's not been helping me in that department. And sometimes I get really, you know, it's just hard. Um, yeah, so got nothing else really. It's just, yeah, just I haven't found someone and despite everything that I have, it doesn't look like I can do. But JP, that sounds really sad, but you do realize that there is hope out there. What do you mean? There is hope that, that I might get married. Well, not necessarily. Well, then there is not. No, my point is firstly, that is a possibility. But even if that's not a possibility, you shouldn't live your lives out there just waiting or mourning the fact that you don't have anybody. Go and live your life. Be a benefit to someone else. You know, help someone. You know, talk to people. Be friends with people. Be what am I saying? This is the guy who used to be isolated himself in his business office and now I'm in this town and I have no business whatsoever and body's gone now. I now want everyone to be open and talking and oh, what's going on with me? Maybe Nanny Prescott is, what is this? Listen, Peter, that's all nice and well, but 
I don't think you really understand the situation if I say so myself. I do, because I'm, I'm Tommy Dougal. Yes, we know who you are, Tommy. Do you want to... Well, let me tell you something. I should have won the lottery. I, will, I had to win a lottery tickets. And I was like, I should have won a lottery. But then my lady friend, who I had a crush on, but she didn't really understand that I was in love with her. I thought she was in love with me too, but I didn't understand she wouldn't love me too. Turns out I gave her the winning ticket, and she took all my money. And so now I'm here all and I'm Tommy Dool. Thank you, Tommy. That's great to hear. Um, so, so, but how about we go to the Jameses? James Selsden, first of all. Well, I mean, I've just mentioned it to you. I mean, there's nothing much else to say. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, into Andrea Pennell at one point, and but she ended up with Dylan Crump, and you all know that story, and they're now engaged. And well, I, I she was out of my league, and well, she never looked at me in that way, so. But guys, your lives are not over. Well, you're talking to me, okay? James Wilkins here. And I feel like it is, okay? I have this, um, this you know, illness and all, which means I'm not very, you know, active things like that. I have to go to hospital all the time. And I just want to have a normal life, but I don't feel normal. Listen, you don't have to have someone to feel normal. But you don't know what it's like, you know, going through school, going through life with this and people just looking at you weird, looking at you funny. And then they just ostracize you and think you're no worth to anyone because you're you're not seen as handsome enough or you don't have this quality or that. And so I do feel like there's nothing out there. Oh, let me, please, please let me, let me tell you my plight. Catherine, do we have to listen to you every week? Well, I just feel, I feel I need to say. Well, we might as well let her, okay? Since Peter has not heard the story. So, buckle up, it's a long one. Well, I used to, I was born in Chichester. And oh, I was born into a life of struggle. My parents died when I was one. And I had to look after my baby brother Jamal. And when I was doing it, I was uh, cleaning people, going by people's houses. And I'll be like, oh, do you wash it for some money? Oh, wash your clothes with my bare hands. And oh, that's what I was doing. And I was scrubbing the floors. And I was scrubbing everything. And then I met the man. I fell in love with the love of my life, John Wellington. And oh, John, 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 John. Oh no, what happened to John? Did he, did he pass away or something? No, he just never really saw me as that. I mean, we dated it all and we continued to date, but he was always trying to pull another John, John, we are in love. He just didn't recognize that fact. But he would just kept on drifting away like Michael Bolden or whoever sang that song. And I was like, John, John. But he would go away. And he would not be, and it was, it was, oh, it was too much. And I feel I just need to have my Johnny with me. John Wellington, come back to your dad. I am in 
Seriously, is this a proper legitimate thing that the church has organized by? Because I've heard of single groups before in churches and I don't think they're this depressing or like it's a funeral wake that we're attending with a literal coffin with a wedding dress in. Peter, you don't understand. And I think it's about time Susan Mallory, which is me, tell you the real story of my life. My tragic life being single. Okay, I was a trend an identical twin with Sandra. And Sandra got everything. I'm not better, I'm not better. But Sandra got everything, including the man that I wanted to be with. What, you were dating this man or something like that? No, 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 just I had feelings for him. But Sandra, who gets everything, got the man too. She got this guy wine from a masquerade ball and then the two ended up getting married, you know? And she then became from Sandra Mallory to Sandra DeConey, Wyatt and Sandra DeConey. And me, all the while, Susan Mallory, stays exactly the same, single spinster who deserves a chance of happiness with that man to be married. Wait, did, what did you say the name was? What do you mean? Well, your sister's new name and your husband. Sandra and Ryan DeConey. Wait a minute. D. Sandra and Ryan. What, what do you mean? I think you know what I mean. I remember a few years ago reading in the papers and all about this whole thing where Sandra DeConey was found dead in Grasmere Valley, as it were, as they were just moving in. She supposedly slipped in the shower, and then it turned out a court of law had Wine DeConey found guilty of murdering his wife. You're not exactly saying to me that you are that twin sister or Sandra. Well, it just so happens that is the case, yes. Do you not see how stupid then this whole thing is? If you were married to the guy, you would have been dead. I I understand you might see that flaw and see that thing, but she got married and she is now dead because she married a monster. I read the paper. What are you exactly mourning about if it's not for your sister's death in that whole situation? Well, but she got married and I never did. Guys, what is going on here? Oh, Pastor Kevin Davis. This is just the singles. I don't even know what's going on in here. Well, this group is not being sanctioned to be held here. You all know that, especially you, Susan Mallory. Okay? If you want to talk about over some issues, we are happy to do so as a church community. But you don't need to isolate yourself in this morbid affair, in this ridiculous group of yours. Now, guys, come on. Let's all get going. Get going. The party is over. Seriously, Kevin, is this a real thing? Well, I did say for them to not use the church anymore, but clearly they have listened. Oh, sorry, Kevin and um, Peter. I've just got to take the coffin back, you know, and it's kind of mine and be pre arranged it and all because stuff, you know, just preparing for the worst, that sort of thing. Thanks. Bye, JP. That's a bit weird why he's at this club. I mean, the guy's had numerous, numerous of girlfriends. I mean, none of them stick, but I think he was the last guy to see the single leopard club. Well, Peter, now it's just us two. Maybe we could do some counselling. I think it might be a good idea. I mean, I know you've been going through a lot of stuff with losing your job and all things like... Wait a minute, wait a minute! 
Oh, it's Nanny Prescott. Nanny Prescott. Hey, Nanny, do you know anything about Buddy? Yes, I do. That's a big development. Well, what is it? Well, it's definitely Robert Bancroft's. No, it can't be. I mean, honey, I'm sorry, but it, the dog belongs to Robert. So you have to let him go. I can't, I can't let him go. I'm sorry, but, oh, Jack Jackson? Hi guys, sorry, I, I knew you'd found here. I mean, I have some more developments about Buddy and all. I've just heard, I have to give the dog back? I'm afraid that's true, but there's something else you need to know. Well, what's that? I thought I had the latest scoop on Buddy. Oh, did someone else say something else about Buddy? Addy Adams here, as per usual, want to find out all about the political gossip. This has nothing to do with political gossip. And also, the group you sent this guy looks like Looney Tunes. Just saw that cough me weird outside. Well, I don't know how to say this, but, um, Buddy's gone. Did Birdie and Sam Butcher put it down? Have they been together? I'm trying to ship them together, you know. We belong together. Nanny Prescott, what I mean is he's run away. Run away? away. Yeah. He's gone. You've been listening to What's Going On in Grasmere Valley. And the creator of the show, Thomas Taylor. Thank you so much again for all you guys listening out there. It's always a pleasure for you guys to be enjoying this content. And now we've been listened to on Worldwide. Not in terms of figures being that high, but we've had people listen from the Philippines, from Australia, New Zealand, France, and even Jersey. So keep listening, guys. It's fantastic. Also, we've got some um, books um, from the series, um, which you can find in the description. Um, some in book form, some in Kindle form also. Um, as well as the box sets from 1 to 15, which you can buy on Kindle and on your books and free set but, um, books. Also, we now have volume 18, um, both the original and also the deluxe edition of that volume out now, which you can buy also if you want to keep up what's happening in the Valley. But until next time, bye-bye for now.